Frankie. What up, what up, what up? That one? Yeah. Miss you, Frankie. What up, what up, what up? This is Frankie Votto. You know what I mean? I remember the prom when I got rejected because she was like, I don't want to go. And then she wound up going. But I ain't no reject no more because I listen to the Chicken and Rice podcast with Reagan Dodge. Fuckers. Hey, yo. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. This is the Chicken and Rice podcast. I'm Dodge P, and I'm here with my best friend, my confidant, my right-hand woman, the most beautiful girl in the world inside and out, my wife. Say hello, baby. And I'm so excited to share our journey and everything in between with you guys. The best part about it, I get to do it with my husband and my very best friend. I really couldn't ask for anything better than that. I love you, babe. You the shh. Now let's do this. It was good. Chicken and Rice Podcast, episode 38. I got a quick question. Okay. Yo, what is the, the titty thing that all women go to like when they don't know what to do? The shimmy? The titty shake, whatever it's called. It's a shimmy. It's a shimmy. It's like your little shoulder <laughs> yeah, thing. What, what, what is that? It's whatever. Right, cool. <laughs> Yo, I might be a little underperforming tonight because I just got my booster shot. Um, so, like, my body temperature's all over the place. I'm achy right now. Same thing that happened when I got the first shot. About 12 hours after, like, all hell broke loose. So that's where I'm at right now. Mm. Um. Yeah, I did that today, but I'm happy that I got it. Okay. I don't know if I want to get a booster. Um, I already had the virus. Mm-hmm. I got both shots. I think I'm okay. I know they recommend it for older people also. So, <laughs> older people? I don't understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm young. No, I bless so. you. <laughs> cool, because I'm speaking English. Yo, you are. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm older. So, whatever. Speaking of being old, like, yo, they moved the um the colon thing to, like, 45 for men. So oh, did they? Yeah. You the colonoscopy? The colon, whatever it's called. Okay. So, of course, I got to get mine this week, and they gave me a choice. Like, you know, you can do it in the bag where you send it out, or you, know, you can come in and, you know, do whatever they do down there. But <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, you got to put me out, because... Like, I don't play with no games, like, around my buttocks area. Like, we're not, we not playing that. So I got to do that this week. I'm not nervous, um, but it has to be done. Right. Well, us women, we, at was it from 40? You have to start getting mammograms. I, I don't know. And my sister just turned 40 this year, and she got hers, and she said it was the most painful thing ever. As you know, I've obviously never gotten one yet, but they put your boob in this mach- glass machine. They flatten it like nice. god come on like, it sounds no it just sounds painful it's terrible <laughs> so i'm not looking forward to that in the next few years yeah. but but you rather right i'd rather be safe than sorry so sure but i again put me under whatever you gotta do and then wake me up because like i don't even i allow you to like touch my butt but but I just literally just touch it. I don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like smack it. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> so, nah. So, but listen, it, it has to be done. So I'm going to get it done. Hopefully everything comes back okay. Because um, that is, um, some dudes don't get that done. And by the time they find out, it's too late. Right. Mm. Cancer is a scary thing. Yeah, most definitely. You know, 
all and there's cancer for every little thing throat prostate breast like literally you can get cancer on anything anywhere right so um it's definitely a scary thing um but yeah better safe than sorry so yeah. in a few years i'll be getting my boobs smushed i could give you the test right now howard stern used to give the tests no. So listen, Halloween just passed. I have one question for like these parents. Why are you teaching your kids how to steal? These kids are pretty bad. Like we're like, take one, you know. So what he did the past <laughs> two years is put about five pieces of candy in one of the um the little plastic Ziploc bags yeah. and tell them to take one each. Now right. this year we got we got bombarded. Like it was like 400 kids right. in the neighborhood. And we're like, uh, an hour into it, we're like, we are out of candy. Yeah, we're going to turn run the lights out. off. Mm-hmm. And leave the house. <laughs> and just leave. Yeah, turn all the lights off. There's in no the car. House. There's no nothing. Uh, we're out of candy. But um, our neighborhood did it early this year. So they did it from three to five. Three to five, yeah. By four, we were clean out. Like they had groups of 40, 50 kids at a time. And I made about 150 to, I'm going to say 175 bags of candy. And not like but one or two. Every bag had five pieces of candy in it. So after about an hour, 175 bags were gone. We, 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 <clears throat> at the end, we were ending up giving like one little bag of gummy bears. Like we were Clean completely out. done. Yeah. Right. I've never seen it like that before. It We've was, been here four or five years. Well, the weather was nice outside. It was beautiful. Correct. And um, it was just everyone was out. Everyone was out, I guess, because COVID the year before. So Halloween was kind of canceled a little bit. Right. Everything was canceled last year. So right. um, it was definitely a little bit crazy this year, but everyone had a good time. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, cool. you're usually at work or going to work. Right. So it was actually kind of nice that I was off. Um, I did one first place. Oh, at, at your Halloween At my Halloween contest, um, contest at, at work. Nice. Um, and then I head off the next day for Halloween. So it was actually really nice. Good. Cool. Yeah. Um, I had a, Quick question. Okay. Do you remember your, <clears throat> excuse me, for some reason this popped up in my brain. Okay. You remember your like first ever kiss? Yes, I do. Not like, it, it could be French kiss or just like regular kiss with whatever well, just type on the of. Lips? Yeah. I, I, that I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, sit down, buddy. Berg, so um, sit down, bud. Sit. Come next to mommy. Come on. <laughs> Spoil little baby. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get the shot. In with <laughs> Sit down, puppy. Okay, so um, I don't remember just kissing on the lips, but um, my first, like, French kiss I do remember, and it was a little bit awkward, a little bit scary, mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> yeah, no. And it was just one time with this person, this really? particular person. Yeah. It's crazy, because I don't remember the first time I ever French kissed anybody. Really? The first time I kissed somebody on the lips, I remember that vividly. Okay. It was almost like... <clears throat> You remember American Pie when dude did it to the pie? Yes. Like, and it was like this big thing for him. Right. Like, that's how my first kiss, I remember my first kiss like that. I, like, I remember the person's, the girl's name. I'm going to say girl because it wasn't a dude. I remember the girl's name. Um, I remember where it happened. <clears throat> and I remember afterwards, like, going in my house and just like, oh, <laughs> sitting on, like, sitting okay, in the so chair. Okay, so how old were you? That's a good question. I don't know how old I was. Okay. I was young. Like, I want to say, mm, maybe, <laughs> oh, shit, nine or 10, I, I assume. Okay. I was 15. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I was 15. Oh. Kissing on the lips, I may have been 12 or something, but um, like an actual kiss, I right. think I was, I was, no, I was 15 years old. Yeah, I don't even remember that. I don't remember how it happened. The, the, the French, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I never think about that. Right. But the first like kiss on the lips, okay. I was like, oh shit, like this is, it was like I saw <laughs> like fireworks. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. And, and what then was crazy, like later in life, <clears throat> the girl that I kissed, first kiss, like she is like a lesbian now. I have a terrible track record. Yeah. Or a good track record. I don't know what that means. So that's not the first time they went, start going the other way. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. You heard that's like the third. It's like the third or fourth. Yeah. It's nuts. What? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. So if you ever leave me, I'm going to go gay? You is might, that what you're saying? Yeah, you might become lesbian. <laughs> like if we ever break up, you might become lesbian. Yeah, I don't know who can take your place. That's why you're going to go lesbian. Mm. You're going to have to let a chick try it. So <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. And it's crazy because like when I went back to my hometown, I'm not looking for anybody when I go back. Maybe a couple of my friends that I grew up with, but I'm, a, I'm not looking for her. Right. But I crossed paths with her. Great, like Butch. Oh, really? Yeah, not like, not, I don't no know. No lipstick, what, just Butch. Yeah, just okay. like, like that type. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> first kiss, hi, first kiss. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, talking about first kisses and like being young, what do you think about, <clears throat> and this is a tough subject, I have my, Opinions about it. What do you think about like Superman being gay in the new? Uh, Come here. In the new uh, thing. Um, I don't really know too much about it. So the next Superman or Superboy <laughs> <laughs> is supposed. Say to, hi, buddy. Is uh, <laughs> sit down. Is going to be bisexual. Sit. Okay. Um, I don't know if I feel any type of way about it. I mean, it's more traditional. I was actually watching the. Good day, Philadelphia, the other day. And um, it was showing that this uh, father, what he was doing was he was taking the old classic um, Disney stories, mm -hmm. Ariel, you know, Little Mermaid, Cinderella, um, Snow White. And what he was doing was he was scanning the photos in. Right. Um, kind of like erasing the text and putting new text and then putting different like stuff in the hands. Like instead of, oh, um, Cinderella was had a broom in her hand when her sisters were picking on her, it was more like Cinderella stood up for herself or whatever. And they, okay. Yeah. And then he kind of like, and I was like, that's kind of dope. And then he, um, also for like the snow white and the seven dwarves, instead of her just cleaning and sweeping or whatever, they put mm -hmm. the broom in like, let's say dopey's hand. And right. then she had a pizza in her hand. Okay. So he made it like for today. Right. Um, I do like traditional and I also like, like new stuff, you know, right. I feel like the inclusion thing, they're really just going strong. I feel like these are things that should have been changed over time, like kind of slowly added in. Sure. But I feel like now it's just kind of like we got to fit it in. We got to fit it. Remember every commercial we saw had a biracial Correct. family when right. this has been going on forever. And now it's like, oh, now we all we got to jam everything. Um, I think that's not really the right way to do it. Um, right. Because it's like uh, some people are really kind of old school and they're just like just fighting it as so as opposed to if they were to do this little by little each year, mm -hmm. add a little something here, a little something there, whatever, and kind of just like blend it in and ease it, I think it would be a little bit better. It's It doesn't really bother me. I really don't um, feel any type of way about him being gay or bisexual or whatever. So I I don't, I don't know. I don't so I'm not going to say I feel a kind of way about it, <clears throat> but I, I feel like 
This is just my feeling. I feel like now you're forcing it. So if you were born that way, you don't have to be led to that stream. Right? And so I feel like with, because uh, kids are like very influenced by cartoons and music and all this other stuff. So I feel like now you're kind of pushing it on kids as opposed to letting them find their way on their own. Right. And you're definitely entitled to that, to that opinion. Um, if I was to see two girls kissing, if I was little, I don't think that would have influenced me in a, a particular type of way. Mm-hmm. But I do understand and know that a lot of kids do follow what they see. Um, now, let me ask you this. Yes. Now, we, we're talking about the gay, straight, what about race? How do you feel about the Little Mermaid? Um, they were going to get Hallie, the young girl Hallie, um, she's a singer, to play Ariel, and she's black. And right. people were up in arms about that, like freaking out, and like, no, Ariel, how would they feel if they turned, um, you know, the frog princess or whatever, white and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So how do you feel about that situation? That doesn't bother me either. I don't care. Little Mermaid was my favorite Disney princess, Disney cartoon ever. So I don't feel any type of way that a real life adaptation in 2021, 2022 uses a young black, you know, woman mm-hmm. or a young black lady to to play Ariel. That doesn't bother me. I don't feel any type of way about it, but, you right. know. Again, I don't feel any way about, you know, uh, character being a certain color. You got to realize, like, throughout history, everything that we looked up to has been whitewashed. So, And I think that's part of the reason why... Uh, Black Panther? That's why the Black Panther was so... The movement yeah, was, it so, was crazy. so crazy. Because, like, for the first time, I don't want to say ever, but for the first time, we had, like, a dope black superhero where we had where we were like at the top you know what i mean with technology education right. everything and then everybody else was underneath us and i say us as black people or people of color um whereas in the past it was always vice versa vice versa right so for me to see like a black girl play the little mermaid doesn't bother me and i to me, that's different than having um, a bisexual Superman. Um, I feel like, and this could be just my twisted way of thinking, like we're kind of feminizing and softening like everything now. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. how I feel. Where now our young boys are maybe influenced by this when they may have never had these thoughts ever before until they saw their maybe favorite superhero kissing another little boy. I know it's weird, um, but they, I haven't heard much fanfare about the bisexual Superman. Well, I feel like the feminizing or, you know, softening of guys has kind of been going on for a while with mm-hmm. the, in, in an era or area that I didn't think would ever be like that. Again, doesn't bother me. I don't mm-hmm. like super, super tight jeans that are so tight that they look like right. tights. Right. But guys are also wearing pearls and nail polish. And right. to me, I'm all about freedom of expression. Sure. I don't care. If you want to be a macho, macho man, if you want to be, uh, you know, metro, I don't care. Right. I don't care. Right, right, right. You know, but it's definitely been happening for, you know, a long time. Back in the day, you couldn't be a gay rapper. You couldn't be a gay ball player. You couldn't be 
you know, everybody was like under um, undercover or, un- right. you know what I mean? Everyone right, right, right. was kind of like, I'm, I'm going to keep that part, you know, quiet, but I'm tough on the outside. And sure. today it's it's kind of nice that you don't have to um, hide to hide and be right. like, like, um, you know, this isn't really me when it's really you. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, I get it. Um, Again, nothing against gay or biracial, uh, bisexual, regardless. I'm, those people found their way without being nudged in that direction. I feel like this is another nudge. Like we can allow this to happen, but we can't, for instance, teach our kids critical race theory, which is nuts to me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And for me, there are a lot of fair-skinned people who are up in arms about teaching the factual history of this country, which is, again, nuts to me. It's bad, though. It's really bad. Like, when people, you do like to say, oh, well, today's today and whatever, just sweep it under the rug. You can't really sweep certain things. Like, they used to take, they used to take little kids to as like a family outing to watch a black person get burned alive mm-hmm. hung and burned alive like it isn't, right you can't really sweep that under the rug but you know what i'm saying like it's been. they have been for a very very long time and it's very uncomfortable and i understand it for people who don't feel that way right but also it's what happened it is the history of this country sure it is the reason why you know um donald trump wants to make america white again and that's what it is. It's not make America great again. What does that mean? When was it ever means. so ridiculously great? Or I feel like that, you know, I don't even like to talk about his name or bring him up or anything. Mm-hmm. But that to me should be make America white again. So I don't give a fuck if you are just for his um, policies or this and that. When you wear that red hat, when you put up that flag, when you wear that shirt, to me, I see racist. And that's all I see. Because sure. that's, to me, you're okaying everything that he says. Like, you're backing it up. You're like, or if you just play, oh, well, you know, well, he, he um, gas was cheap when he was president. Okay, gas was cheap when other people were presidents. Like, sure. I, we had crashes before. We've had issues before. We've had so many things. We're still going through this damn pandemic and right. all this other stuff. So, uh, you know, just just know that if you wear th- that merchandise, that's all I see. Yeah. I have some some neighbors, you know, around here that I've seen with that. And I'm just like, okay, just know that that's how I view you. Right. That's how we see you. And and if you're going to fly the flag, make eye contact with me when I see you in your yard or when I drive by your house. Don't turn your head the other way like we don't exist. Like, I see you, and I see you being you, and that's okay. It's not, it's, it's not a look like we don't exist. It's a look like I'm kind of ashamed yeah. That I have this up and, you know, and, but don't be, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Right. America is a free country. Right. And that's okay. Like, do I like it? I don't care to see the flag to me. It's almost kind of like a Confederate flag or, or a flag like that. Like, I don't really want to see it, but it is a free country. So, right. you know, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But we have our feelings about it. Of course. And, we're all entitled to our feelings. And, yes. you know, back to the CRT thing, um, you know, we're, we're approaching a holiday that kind of swept all the nasty shit that we did to the Native Americans. Native Americans under the rug and we turned it into a holiday. So we've already been like trying to disappear this shit from the history books forever. Listen, I don't know if anyone's been done dirtier than Native Americans in this country. Well, your people... Oh, in this country. In I'm this sorry. country. In this country. Yes, 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 yes. So, like, 
the present where people actually don't even know they exist. Right. Right. I don't think any, and they are the natives. They are indigenous sure. to this country sure. and literally got stolen from them. Act like they don't exist. And people today, I feel like have probably never even seen or spoke to a native American person ever. Right. That's crazy to me. You know, what's crazy? You know, what's crazy is that there will be a young white person would talk to a Native American and tell them to go back to their country. They don't belong here. Sure. Because that's the ignorance. It's it's insane. And it, it's a shame, but a lot of this stuff is, is taught and learned throughout the years. And right. as from the time they were little to, you know, today. And right. I, you know, had a friend that you know, I, so I was um, Native American. I was Pocahontas. And that was my classroom three years ago. And I had a friend who is black and Native American, but I think more Native American. Okay. And I asked him, I said, um, I was like, we're talking about Halloween and I was showing him some, you know, old stuff. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, does this offend you? Mm -hmm. And I think it offended him a little bit, but like people were running around wearing geishas costumes and stuff like that too. So I think it was kind of more just like, but it's your personal feeling. You can feel how you want to feel, you know? So I kind of recycled the the costume since I didn't have time to, you know, whatever. Right. And um, just zombified her. Here's what I think. But everyone is entitled to feel how how they feel. Like it's it's you can't feel some type of way about people feeling a certain type of way. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. And even if you don't understand it or don't like it, you can't feel some type of way. And then, you know, I have something else that I wanted to to add to that. Once you go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I was reading again about the the fox eye trend. So, mm-hmm. and I was reading an article about how this um how Asian people are really really offended by it. So, if you guys don't know, the fox eye trend is big everywhere um, with these beauty guru- gurus and influencers. And what they do is, in a lot of the photos, to try to get that look, they put the corner of their eyes up like this with their finger, like looking like you know they had a headache. And um, someone, a lot of Asian people commented, you know, that's ignorant, that's this, that's that. Our eyes are not a trend. And other people are like, I don't get it. What's the big deal? Well, I don't personally feel too much uh, any type of way about it. I'm more like, oh, first we were chinks. And you used to pull your eyes up like that and make fun of us, ching chong, go back to your country. And now you're literally sewing your eyes. They're putting a thread here and here and they're pulling it up so that their eyes stay up like this. And it's it's an actual trend. And for people to shave off the ends of their eyebrows and kind of like put it upwards and wow. draw it upwards. So now that they have, they call it fox eyes, but it's chinky eyes. It's Chinese eyes, you know, mm-hmm. the almond shape or the fox look at the more sultry or whatever. But it's just so crazy to me what can, beauty is subjective, you know, subjective. Right. Every country, every place, everywhere. Right. Um, but it's so crazy to me how like certain features just become a trend, like big lips. People used to talk about black people with big lips and all, all types of name calling, this and that. And now everyone in the world has like 10 pounds of stuff injected into their lips. That's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm sure that to a certain extent, black people feel some type of way about the lip trend. Because, um, um, yeah, I mean, all these name calling before and now all of a sudden everyone wants big lips. It's kind of the same thing with the eyes. How do you feel about that? What do you think about it? It doesn't bother it? me one bit, one but, bit. I, but here's, the, here's what I see happening. Let's make them feel, regardless of who it is, let's make them feel bad about how they look, how dark they are. And then steal. <laughs> and then and then we become them. Yeah. After then- we beat them into the ground, we become what we didn't like about them. We we become that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So the big lips thing, I, somewhere along the line, of course, you could tell by how light I am. There's some white in my 
bloodline somewhere. Of course there is. Um, white girls getting lip injections and uh, big butts and all this other stuff. It is what it is. Most of the lips, they don't look good. So I would be upset if I had my lips done and, and they look like lumpy and you know some people some people it really does like wow changes their appearance in like a good way you know so i feel like if you want to do it but what happens is people go overboard yes and i think that's where the issue comes in with this whole beauty state the standard of beauty right now i feel bad for little girls because there is, yeah. all you see is like instagram picture perfect mm -hmm. no not one flaw like that's not reality like they don't even have pores they don't have it's it's pretty bad. Like it's pretty bad. I feel bad for the little girls. Like so, by twelve years old, they're like makeup artist professionals. Yeah, which is good. Um, which is good, good and but bad. It's good and bad. So when I was when I was doing the photography thing, like I was known for that, like the flawless skin, flawless body, blah blah blah, because I could retouch to the point where some girls would show up to the studio, I didn't recognize them. I would be like, "Yo, you're who? <laughs> oh, so now I have to do." All of those things. You literally you took one girl's waist from like a 30 to a 24. Yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, catfishing to the I was utmost. Doing, I was doing that messing around and it fucked around and came out great. Like. But then she posted it. And then she posted it and was like, yo, she ran straight square pants. SpongeBob square pants. Chick. Decent looking in the face. Pretty. Body was just like on box. It was just a straight square. So I, you know, tucked her in. And I looked at it, I was like, holy shit, this is dope. I sent it to her. And mind you, this is like 15, 14, it was a long time ago. It was a long ago. time ago, yeah, it's like yeah. 12, 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. I don't know, it was a long time. She ran with it, and she probably made a lot of money off of that photo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I used to get girls who were like, yo, can you smooth out my skin? Or they would come and have acne and, you know, not the best skin. And it would take me hours. I would work two, three, four hours on one retouch, which was nuts. I was way underpaid for a lot of the stuff that I did most right. of the time. Um, and that, but that trend started a long time ago. A long time ago. You know what I mean? That's I, when I first started like doing a little freelance modeling and stuff. It was like a big thing. That was, I started in 2007. So we're looking about 14 years ago, 14, okay. 15 years ago. And I feel like now I appreciate photos that aren't that highly Photoshopped. Sure. A little more skin texture. Um, a little imperfection here or there, but like right. if the little things, yeah, fix it, you know, fix some flyaways, mm -hmm. fix some whatever. But like the total, like complete lack of imperfection is just not. It's not real. It's not real. Like it's, it's, it's just crazy to me. And that's so. when my, that's when my business changed because I went from buttery smooth to like, all right, now I'm going to actually give you your texture. My retouch workflow became that much more intricate and detailed. Then, like, all the bandits, boogers, they just stopped booking at that time because I was no longer perpetrating a fraud, but it is what it is. Let me get back to the costume thing real quick, and okay. then we'll move on. So, um, your costume, I didn't find it in bad taste. Okay. I If I was from the outside looking in, I would have probably been, um, I probably would appreciate it. Okay. The headdress, everything was. Uh, I mean, it was sexy. I worked at a, you know. But it was on point right. though. But it wasn't like. It wasn't bad. Uh, it was actually great in my opinion because I've never actually seen an authentic headdress. So 
there was a guy who dressed up as sexual chocolate from coming <laughs> to America. Okay. Can I show you this picture? Um, I don't think so. White dude. Oh, I think I, wait, I think I did see it. Okay. White dude. I did see it. Black face, curly hair, you know, curly Afro, curly Jerry curl wig, just like sexual chocolate. I was like, oh shit, this is dope. Then the caption was, oh, we can't do blackface. And I was like, hold up. In my opinion, this is not blackface. That was an actual, like. It was an actual costume. That He's paying just homage. Like, right, that just looked just like him. He's paying homage to sexual okay. chocolate. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So when I see costumes like that, nothing about that bothers me. Basically, what is done well. And in good taste. Right. No, it's not like black paint splattered all over his face. Right, and with stuff big like red that. lips. It wasn't that. Right. It's not a lawn jockey. So for the same Negroes who complain about that, you also have to complain about Eddie Murphy being in whiteface as the old Jew in the barbershop. Or like um, the Wayans with as white chicks and stuff like right. that. So. Right. So my thing was we have to kind of pick our fights. Right. So in this case, like that costume kind of supports my argument where if you're doing another race or nationality or ethnicity and you do it the right way it is paying homage to them right. not making fun of them like we're so fucking sensitive these days like it's nuts i almost got into a fight at the gym the other day because i told the dude he had small hands we're 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 wrestling for a loose ball <laughs> i get the ball right dump it off to my teammate and i said hands too small it's just basketball talk. That's just talking shit. This was playing not, basketball. Listen, like he got that upset. Very upset. Fam was like, yo, put your hand up to mine. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh. Then it was old man, grandfathers, husbands. Come on, fam. Like it got to a point where I thought we was really going box. And this is this nigga big. I gotta bleep that out. He Floyd like big. Like almost seven feet. Probably what it feels like. And it's weird because I'm like, yo. If you in the box, if you in the paint and a little dude come up to you, you say too small, what's the difference? Right. Yeah, it was nuts. So wait, so you're talking about someone, you're, you know, a foot or more shorter than him. And, and, he, yeah. and he felt some type of way because you said he is too small. Yeah, it was weird. Like we, after the game, we was all looking around like, this is weird. Like that what's wrong is, with is Big really, Man? Is he young? He is young. I think That's like probably 23, why. 24. That's probably why. Yeah, I, I the grandpa... Like, uh, that shit don't, listen, I'm old, <laughs> and I'm going to say this directly to the camera, to, to most of the young dudes, like, straight up, a lot of you young guys have nothing on us older dudes. Nothing. I can promise you that. I can, I can, um, I'll stand behind that. I can promise you that. So, the, the ins and it's funny because young dudes, they throw insults that they think are insults, but they're really not. So for you to call a motherfucker old or a grandpa or pop or husband, like that shit you should aspire. Husband. That's husband. the shit you should aspire to be. Husband. You should aspire to be a husband one day. You understand oh what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. I'm not a grandfather, but it's just shit that young boys do nowadays that I'm totally confused about. Because when I was about his age, we played with older dudes and them motherfuckers used to beat us all the time and we didn't understand how right. or why. 
they were just much more seasoned with their shit. Like we used to get whooped every <laughs> time we went to the gym. So mm. yeah, that happened. But the costume thing, I think um if it's done right, right, is definitely not a diss. It's right. a it's a it's a my um, friend really didn't necessarily say that he felt some type of way. He was just like, uh mm-hmm. you know, probably just over the years and he's a little bit older too, just of seeing probably really crazy costumes. Like if I saw someone with their eyes taped up with buck teeth and, you know, a, a wig cut into a bowl cut or something. Oh, I'm going to feel some type of way. Yeah, that's that's not that that's is, that making is, fun of. That is like blackface. Sure. That is like when the white, you know, white folks used to do that and play an Asian role in mm-hmm. these movies back in the 50s. You know what I mean? Like they literally had the buck teeth, would squint their eyes and then, you know, they were an Asian character. Right. That I'm not okay with. Like the fake accents and shit like that done horribly wrong. That I'll punch you right in your face. (laughs) Right. Right. And again, if you do it well, I'm all for it because I think it's funny. Like your friend, the one that uh, that uh, could do the uh, the Asian accent really well. She always does the nail thing. Tracy. No, I don't know if Tracy does it. The one. um, Oh, Anissa. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, Hi, Anissa. Like, she is, to me, like, she when does, I hear... She does the she Asian does that accent very well. No, I mean, stuff like that. But if, if it's blatantly disrespectful... Sure. Then it's blatantly disrespectful. But if not, like, I appreciate it when people appreciate Asian culture. Right. I appreciate other cultures. I love other cultures. Right. That's why we're so um, about traveling and seeing how people live and how people are and stuff. So I really do appreciate other cultures. I think it's boring if everyone was the same. Mm. So... I have a relationship topic. Okay. So, um, I was in a conversation the other day with a young boy. And I asked him if he had to check in. <laughs> and so, when I asked him if he had to check in, he made a big deal about it and said no. And I said, if you have to check in, that's all right. But I said, there's a difference between checking in mm-hmm. and then it's like informing your partner. Right. You agree or disagree? Um, I tell you everything. So right. to me, I don't think it's an, I don't think it's an issue. I think. But is that, but you, we consider that informing one another. Right. We don't consider that checking in. Right. Well, to me, out of respect, I tell you where I'm going or, you know, where I'm going to be like the few times after work, you know, I'm going to stop by and after hours just to say hi to my, um, my girlfriend who bartends there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you know, cause these are things that I don't do often or regularly or at all. Right. So just in case you wake up in the middle of the night, it's 4.30 in the morning, I'm not home yet. You want to know that I'm okay or at right. least that you knew that I was going to be somewhere. So I was like, okay, you, right. you know, just be home soon. So to me, it's more just out of consideration and sure. just, it's crazy out there. Like if you can, I mean, anything can happen. I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer, but you can get kidnapped kill you can't it's philly it's philadelphia it and is it's, philadelphia it's nuts especially if you go to after hours the one night i went i only went twice there was a huge fight i got kicked out like it's always something mm-hmm. that's why i really don't go out anymore um well i never was really into that scene anyway but right. to me it's just more um to be considerate and thoughtful if your partner worries about you or if something was to happen like yo the last thing she told me she was you know gonna be here or right. do this and it's just so to me, it's almost like kind of like an automatic thing. Like you always know what's going on with me. Right. And vice versa. Right. But we don't, I don't consider it checking in. I think I, yeah, not necessarily checking in. But some guys have to check in because they've been fucking up for so long. Right. In their relationship that it's like, oh, let me call her and make sure it's 
kind of okay to do right. this. No, the art thing is more like, babe, I'm, I'm going to go to D's tonight. Okay, I'll see you later or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm going to, you know, Floyd's or I'm going to this person's. Or I'm going to that person. Okay, cool. Have fun. Wagwan. Wagwan. Knicks suck. But I mean, <laughs> I mean I'll mean, i see you at the Knicks game on Monday. <laughs> so, oh, man. That's, I, that's all I have right now. You got something else. Um, I think we, you know, we have a couple other things, so we can talk about it. Um, Tell me. We'll go. Oh, I see. Um, I, I wrote a couple things. I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your most, I don't, I never, I got to be honest with you. I don't think I ever had a stressful age. Okay. So the question is, what age do you, do you think, or do you feel is like, when you have the most amount of stress is like the twenties when you're trying to get your life together and trying to figure out what you're doing. You're in college, possibly you're trying to work and, or is it like the thirties where a lot of people feel pressure? Like I should be married. I should have kids. I should have a house. I should have, mm-hmm. the, or like what? Cause well, I, mean, you, I guess you have an answer. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I didn't really think about the question. I just kind of threw it out there. Okay. So I don't, I like, um, so, to be honest, like probably my childhood was most stressful because I was everywhere. Right. And didn't really, I had a uh, stability, but I wasn't really stable. You know what I'm saying? I right. was just, I was just thinking about this the other day and it's a great question. Um, <clears throat> like some kids have aspirations to be something. I didn't have any, like I had no plans on what I was going to do when I grew up. Right. Had no, like some people put the Corvette on their wall or they, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and because they aspire to do that, I like I didn't have any dreams as a as a youth. Right. So that was probably my most stressful age. By the time I turned sixteen, I was already wilding. Um, by the time I was twenty three, they done pushed the restart button on me, so I had to kind of start life all over again. Um, and I was, it got to one point, like somewhere in my twenties, and this is gonna sound nuts when I say it. Where I said, damn, if I could be, if I could make thirty thousand dollars by the time I'm thirty, if I could make that a year, I'll be set. That's kind of where my life was. Right. Thirty thousand dollars ain't shit. Nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I just lived life as it came. So basically, what you're saying that maybe not knowing how what the hardest year, but let me flip that. Yes. The easiest right now is it right now? Like yes. in this decade and in this you know, in the forties and this is yes because you're kind of, see, that's why I couldn't really, um, I don't know if I can answer that question either because I feel like each decade or each, um, part of your life, you'd go through different challenges. Right. So I think that as you get older, it definitely gets easier. Um, I if. think mine's, mine's just probably either as, as a child because we had nothing. Right. Um, or in my twenties, or in my 20s because of the going to school, having no money, not knowing what I want to do. Um, I'm still not exactly sure what I want to do, but it's okay because everything else is in line. Right. Everything else is perfect in my life. I cannot right. complain. I'm very blessed. I'm very grateful and very happy. Right. Um, but in my 20s was tough. You know, that's when you yeah. met me in yeah, yeah, my yeah. mid-20s. It yeah. was pretty tough. So I'm going to say the 20s because by the 30s, by 27, we were. I was married. Right. You know, we're going on our 11th year. <laughs> We're going on our 11th year soon um, in, in a few months. And shortly after that, I started figuring some things out and started taking care of some things, you know, um, financially and stuff. So financials was always one of the biggest 
issues in my life mm-hmm. um, until it wasn't. Right. And it just happened. It wasn't like you made some big plan to be where you are now. Right. Right. It just kind of happened. It just kind of happened. Like right. it, it kind of, you know, fell. I won't, I won't say fell into my lap. I went seeking for it, but, um, and then it just kind of worked out. But I, th- I think, um, I think for the, I was already on track. Like by the time you met me, I was already on track to be financially where I am right now. Um, definitely with you, it was easier to get here, but I was on the, I was on that track. I think when we met, like everything fell into place. And when everything fell into place, it was just like, we hit like hundred miles an hour. Right. We were just fucking like speeding through life and making all the right decisions, making all the right turns, doing mm-hmm. everything right. You right. know what I'm saying? Had I been single at this time, had I been single right now, I don't know what, I have no idea like what I would be doing or where I would be at or right. how I would be. I would probably still be a dickhead, probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. But when we, I think, it's cliche to say it, but I think we like were perfect for each other. Um, I would have rather taken this journey with no one else. Let me just say that. Right. To get to where we are. Same. You understand what I mean? I definitely feel the same way because there's people who I feel like, you know, um, they chase they chase the money, they chase the ball mm-hmm. players, they chase the 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 actors, they chase just different people with that they know, okay, I'm gonna be financially secure, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy with the person. Right. So I think that is more important. And then other things you can work on. Yeah, I mean you can definitely, you know, work on. But but again, I also understand that financial reasons are a lot is the main one of the main reasons why people don't work out either. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do understand that also. I don't know, you know, everyone's different, but I'm I'm happy that everything worked out for us and our paths met and it was it was it was good from there. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Get you a me and get you a her. And your life could be like this, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Get one of these. You're a husband. Ew. And Ew. An old, old man and with gray old hair. Man. Listen, listen, fam. First this. of all, young blood is called salt and pepper, and it's mm. called seasoned, mm. and it's called experience. But this pot ain't about you. Whoever you are, <laughs> tall guy, small hands. Listen, oh, he was pissed. <laughs> oh, he was mad. He was uh, tight. It is what it is.